Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedia Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who is like, you know, did some vaguely UK related superhero stuff. Uh, it's it's fact. You know, I was from England. That is actually true. And uh, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, well, but uh, but yeah, we're talking about a person named Albion. Do you have any idea who Albion is? I have no context for Albion the character, but I'm very familiar with it in English mythology as just a word for yeah. England. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so do you have any idea what they would look like? I mean, like? given the way English superheroes look, I'm assuming a white dude wearing a Union Jack. <laughs> uh, you know, close. By close, I mean, I forget. Is it the Welsh who have? No, the Welsh have the yeah. dragon, right? Okay. I don't know. They have these, he, you know. Oh, wow. He has the, the lion symbol that you see on okay. some UK stuff. Yeah, that's uh, royal uh, heraldry, that is. Yeah. You know, pauldrons. <laughs> and there's a character from the 90s. Yeah, I love seeing a skin type bodysuit with pauldrons. That's always fun. Also, skin-type bodysuit that looks like it's made of metal. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... But yeah, I'll be on. Um, if you want to see who what they look like, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but yeah, there's not much here. I forgot to do the trivia for the last one. Whatever. I'm gonna remember to do it for this one. It's a new one. I'll get to it eventually. It'll become ingrained eventually. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, so, I'll be on. Uh... Real name is Peter Hunter, alias Merlin, or the Grail the, Hermit. So he's yeah. the Holy Grail guy, I guess. Not really. <laughs> okay. Ah, like, okay, uh, we'll, we'll get into it later. <laughs> but yeah, so identity is secret. Uh, occupation is history master at Gadton Prep School, Wiltshire. Yes, England. this is what all English people sound like. <laughs> yep. Uh, citizenship is UK. Place of birth was Alderstrop, uh, England. No known relatives. His group affiliation is the Dark Gar- uh, Gods. No, well, Dark Guards. Dark Guards. Mm. Not Dark God. That'd be. <laughs> I was about to upgrade him in life. Uh, dark Guards. Uh, formerly Knights of Pendragon. Um, education is PhD in history, BA in English literature. And. He first showed up in Knights of Pendragon issue number eight uh, in 1991. The only child. And uh, this is just, this is, this is a cover. Oh, no. I mean, like, this is a cover. It feels vaguely sexually threatening. I don't this like it. This is a it. man in a gimp suit bursting in on a woman who's just trying to have a cigarette. <laughs> and the cigarette, she's shocked. And it's, it's. Dropping. This is much more what I had in mind, though. A white dude in a vaguely Union Jack themed (laughs) uniform. Yeah. 
What the X is the the one that's the X is that is that Scotland? Uh, the white X is Scotland, and the red X is Ireland. So they just layer them over each other for the flag for the Jack. So it like oh. contains all of them. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's about it. I don't like the. No, number. I'm sorry. Red X is England. White X is Scotland. Ireland's is the uh, plus sign. Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So history. Uh, in 1914, 32-year-old Henry Hunter's life was altered forever when the mystical green knight bestowed upon him the Pendragon spirit power, once belonging to Hearn the Hunter and Merlin. Um, yeah, starting off strong. Yeah, okay. These are all figures I am familiar with from Celtic history, but again, not comic yep. books. <laughs> yep. As Albion, uh, the... As Albion, Hunter began became a great British hero during World War I. His powers faded after the war, though he may, remained remarkably vital for a man his age. In the modern era, one of Peter's pupils uh, at Gadsden, Kim McKellen, was possessed by the Pendragon spirit. Sorry, the Pendragon power. The youth was unable to handle it and fell prey to the Green Knight's enemy, the Bane. <laughs> Hunter and his fellow Pendragons. Ben Gallagher, Union Jack, and this is uh, Joe Chapman, Union Jack, uh, and Cam's mother, Kate, went to Joselito, uh, Spain, where they encountered the Bane's pawn, Frances uh, Francesca Grace. Hunter convinced Cam to return the Pendragon power to him, allowing him to become Albion. Taking an extended leave from absence from school, Albion became the leader of the new Knights of Pendragon, invest and investigated the return of Bane's leader, the Red Lord. This is already it's a so lot. It's so weird to me that, like, so I get it, it's comic books, but so much of what's here is, like, slightly modified English Celtic mythology, and then the bad guys are just, like, whatever generic, vaguely evil name they can think of. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome to Captain Britain comics. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah uh captured and killed by grace albion was resurrected by the green knight to take part in the final defense of the green chapel in the realm of Al avalon uh, victorious the knights used the chapel as their base for months okay i mean like i'm pro squatting but like also like <laughs> that that's a whole other area i, I really need to look into this because i just Within the course of the story of the Green Knight, the Green Chapel is literally a place that is just a couple trees in the woods where you go to get your head chopped off. <laughs> yeah. So. so I'm just imagining a bunch of dudes hanging around in a grove for three months. <laughs> uh, Albion officially became the group's leader, overseeing battles against Mystic, Magpie, Baron Blood, and Shadow Wing, and began romancing his former enemy turned teammate Grace. You you were just fighting them like in the same paragraph. <laughs> I mean, okay, how spicy do you think the enemy's lovers arc was? I don't there? think it was spicy at all. This is the English we're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, so um the green notes wow, uh the knights also teamed up with Spider-Man to prevent devastation of the planet Arcane. Um, unknown to the Pendragons, their action had cataclysmic uh, effects on Earth-313. The Lemurians of that Earth sought revenge by sending the assassin Death's Head 
This is Minion. There are three Death's Heads, mm-hmm. by the way, in a Death Metal. Is this the one from Doctor Who or no? One of them met Doctor Who. They name check both Rodimus Prime and Doctor Who. <laughs> because, you know, UK comments. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Death's Head was sent after the Pendragons. In the end, Albion and his teammates, teammate Breeze and Gawain, agreed to remain on the Ravaged world to help rebuild it. Okay, why is Gawain... This is what I don't... Okay, I understand... I never really liked it when... I don't, I don't know, like, literary or real-life people are used. And, like, it complicates things, you know? I mean, it does, but that's literally what basically everything in this episode has been so far. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. Later recruited into the Time Guardian's uh, Dark Guard, along Dark Angel, Motormouth, Kill Power, Death's Head, and others, uh, and charged with protecting the galaxy from Mistech, Albion and his uh, agencies defeated the evil Collapsar, who threatened the balance of power on the planet uh, Eopia. Albion remains a, st- a staunch defender of both Avalon and Great Britain. I'm just, I'm just tired. I don't know. I got, I don't, I can't explain half the stuff that so happened. So what I'm there. hearing is that this dude got assigned to be some super powerful space defender guy, and then just wasn't around when the annihilation happens. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, he's six two, weighs two hundred pounds. He would be a scrawny yeah, little slim six two. <laughs> okay. He should be closer to 300 with that physique. <laughs> like, if you're 6'2 and you're $200, you're a bean, and 200 pounds, you're a bean uh, pole. You get a dollar's pounds because it's England. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but blue eyes and brown hair. Um, he has enhanced strength, ability, and durability. Uh, can fly at speeds near Mach 2, so it's slower yeah. Yeah. than Sonic. Which is all that's important. He's slower than Sonic. <laughs> Who I think can run at Mach 4? Something like that? I'm not too up on my Sonic lore. Uh, you know, it's something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's well versed in the use of Arturian Tarot, utilizing it to define the future event. His armor also protects him from both physical and mystical harm, as well as amplifying his senses. The suit is bonded to him and cannot be removed unless he wills it. For a time, the Pendragons use mystically powerful bikes to teleport to and from Avalon. <laughs> oh, uh, so they really just wanted to do knights on motorcycles, huh? <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm, I don't, I, I just can't, I, I don't know. Like the last ep- the last the last episode made me want to read something. I just I just don't I can't I can't care about this. Like this this sounds like what people who don't know anything about comic books hear when you talk about <laughs> comic books. <laughs> That's fair. That makes sense. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's a bunch of words that you put together and you're just like, yeah, those are definitely things that could happen. I guess. <laughs> and then like you know. You just you just say that they're like important somehow. Yeah. Also, they happen to be on bikes that teleport. Like I don't, I can't. I can't. It's the Power Rangers problem, really. If you can teleport, why do you need motorcycles? 
like, well, it's like, like oh, as, I, as I say with the Eternals all the time, <laughs> if you can teleport almost anywhere, why do you have someone building bike, uh, b- building vehicles for you? <laughs> and the only reason, the, so far, the only reason they've given in a handbook is because it hurts, because it gives them a stomachache. That's the only reason they've given, the reason why they haven't, help, they don't teleport everywhere. Huh. Those are exact words. It gives them stomach aches when they teleport. <laughs> okay. Boo-hoo. You could be anywhere across the entire goddamn universe, and you're, you're gonna let a little stomach ache hurt uh, you? Well, Come on. They, okay, we're gonna get into Eternals now, I guess, but they can't teleport off the Earth. They're, like, limited oh, to the planet that they're assigned to. Oh, but oh, whatever. I don't care. I don't care enough. <laughs> yeah. Still, you can teleport anywhere. Stop Stop complaining about stomach aches. I have stomach aches, and I can't even teleport. I deal the, with the it. The thing that brings weird to me about that, um, so, like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've read all of the Eternal stuff, and I don't remember the stomach ache thing. I don't remember that ever coming up. It must be a one it line. Must be, yeah. Because, like, it says very specifically, and I forget who, which one it is, but it's one of the earlier ones that I read. Maybe it was Icarus or something like that. But it says they prefer not to teleport because it gives them a stomach ache. Okay. That's what's striking me as odd, is because, um... They shouldn't get they stomach shouldn't aches. They shouldn't get stomach aches. But also, in the, uh, the current run, the Kieran Gillen run, they're just teleporting all over the place constantly. <laughs> so... Nobody's talking about their humble yeah, tummies. I heard that that's a good one. It's fantastic. So I'm, like, I'm gonna probably read it. I've heard it from people who I trust a lot saying that something's good. Okay. So. Um, the way I would put it is this: it is an extremely good series, and I love it. And you can't trust me because I love the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can like like you can't trust me when I say. Yeah, this was this this is a good cosmic ghostwriter story because I'm gonna mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, exactly. No matter what, you know, there's certain things I'm gonna say I like automatically. The, so. the only Eternals that I haven't really liked was the movie, and even then, I can find a lot of redeeming points in the movie. So <laughs> they made Fastos interesting, which was uh, something they had never managed to do in the comics. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so um but yeah so i don't know I, we're hitting the point where i feel comfortable leaving this off so let's do the the trivia yeah, time let's see let's let's see if any of this like pierced the veil into your mind hey did you did you remember anything i just told you about okay so um <clears throat> what was one of the villains that he fought as the leader of the Knights of the Dragon. Um, okay, there were a bunch of generic ones, and then Magpie and Baron Blood, I think. Okay, you got it. Yeah, Baron Blood was one okay. of them. Uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know. I don't feel like doing plugs, so you plug your stuff, okay. and then just go in the description yeah, for my stuff. Fair enough. Um, if you've enjoyed my presence on this show, derailing it and making it longer than it needed to be while identifying with all things English in a frankly unpleasant way, uh, you can find me on Us Weirdos Have to Stick Together, a show where a couple of weirdos talk all about the Owl House. Um, we basically just examine that show and how extremely gay it is. You can find that on all your podcatchers and at Us Weirdos Cast on Twitter. And then uh, I personally am at Hatch underscore Jacket, where it's Twitter. I don't feel like I need to elaborate. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um. So yeah, as I said, get the the stuff in the description. Yeah. So uh, bye. Uh, this has been uh, Alpha Beth Lime. Contra Predictors through all your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.